So, welcome back guys to episode 2. Homo- yeah, the episode 2 of the Homosexual Podcast by Apaka Pearl. No, that's not the name. The name is What's Wrong With You. Okay, yeah, sure. We should come up with like a we should record an intro sequence. Oh, that's yeah. basically that. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Okay, but whatever. Okay. Because the intro right now is kind of hodgepodge. But we left out we left off last week talking about ambition and bigger things that help you look past the bullshit in your life and like get up and get moving. So I guess one thing we can start off with is Anson, what does ambition mean to you? Ooh, ambition. Okay. For me, ambition ties in with my life goals. And for my life goals, I have like a three pillars of my life. One is to have good health. The other one is to have financial stability. And the last one is to have a happy family. So whatever I can do to reach these three life goals, that I guess would be part of my ambition. Okay. What about yours? Uh, <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was thinking about this last night because I knew that I would get asked this question back and it it was kind of like I want to tell a story and the reason I want to tell the story is not to bitch but because it is kind of it's it's like the best way to understand because if I just say it it's I guess it's not very relatable so this was back when I was uh, 16 and at that point me and my girlfriend my first girlfriend uh, Tian, who's still my girlfriend, is, um, we were, we just started dating, we had been dating for like six months, and I don't think I've even told you this story, Ensign. Maybe not, I don't know. Yeah, we'd just been dating for like six months, three months, and I remember it was right after JSB, which is like this big event that we were at the time in charge of hosting for, uh, Anson's class, because he's a year above me and my girlfriend. So we were really happy, finals were over, and this was like junior year of high school. One Sunday morning, uh, I woke up early as usual to uh, eat breakfast and get out of the house to go see Tian, because that's when I hang out with her, right? Um, about 12.30, I think? I left at like 10.30, at about 12.30, I get a call from like my dad, and my dad never talks to me, so that's weird, and he hardly ever calls me. So when he does call me, I know it's trouble. So he's like, uh, Mika, I want you to come home right now. And I'm like, why? Then he, I can tell he's angry. I, he's talked to me enough for me to know that. So he's like, yeah, I just want you to come home right now because we need to like talk to you. And when he said we, I know my mom's involved. And when my mom's mad, I usually know it's not good. So I'm like, no, I'm hanging out with Tian till like the end of the day. And I just put it on the phone. Mm-hmm. So me and Tian were just chilling on the couch like for the rest of the evening and then eventually we couldn't avoid it. We couldn't escape the fact that there was something going down at home and it was probably about me. So, uh, and specifically about me and Tian, yeah, right? Yep. So we're just sitting there and then it just went to a dark place like because we, we knew there was problems because before this, I had never talked to my mom or my dad about going into a relationship which I think is a little bit of a bad idea, especially since it's the first time. Like, I didn't tell anyone, basically, because I didn't have, I couldn't talk to them. We didn't have that kind of relationship. 
So then I get like calls again and again at like five, and it's like at this point it's like every half hour, mm-hmm. starting from five to like seven, and I'm just sitting on the couch. And at that point, like Tian gets her mom, or no, her mom like walks in and like sees us crying or something, and like literally, and she like we tell about the situation, and then eventually it becomes a whole family gathering at Tian's house, and we're just like sitting around crying for like two hours, seriously, because. Like we didn't know what to do because we shit came up like, w- like my family wasn't really approving of the relationship, and like, I knew there was gonna be trouble when I went home. So we just kept postponing and postponing it. So my dad, and mom obviously got more and more pissed, and eventually like, I had to go home, and, uh, Tian's whole family that just drives me back in their van, and like they just leave me at the end of my street, uh, of my house in, Penang. And like I remember, it's like nine o'clock, so it's like a full nine hours from twelve thirty when I was supposed to come home for whatever reason. But uh, I just remember like walking down the street like alone, and they they had dri- driven away. They're like you, you know they say the normal shit like no matter what happens like we're there for you kind of shit. But like I knew that for that night that I was gonna be alone facing like my parents and shit. And it wasn't gonna be fun. But when I remember like walking down the stretch to my house in the dark and shit, and I was like hungry because I hadn't eaten anything, and like I've been like crying for like half the time. It was like that's when I thought, okay, like whatever I do in my life, it's gotta be not this. So that's just an example of like all the shit that went down. Like last episode, talked about how like growing up was kind of hard for me because my sense of family was. Kind of like toxic in a way, so that's just an example of something in the past that I just have to like run away from. So ambition for me means anything that I do that gets me further away from that, all that shit. Mm. But yeah, what happened when you went home? Oh well, uh, I went home. It's not super relevant, but I guess just to like yeah, finish I mean, the story. Yeah, I just gonna finish the story, right? So I went home. Uh, I knew it was gonna be not normal already because my mom and my dad were sitting in the living room couch downstairs, which is right next to the front door. So I get in, they open the door for me, I get in, I put my shit down, I go and get water and shit, and the whole time, they're just sitting in silence. So I'm like, fuck me, okay. So I go and sit down with my glass of water, but I was sitting down, and we sat down for like two and a half hours, and... That was we we still rec- me and my girlfriend still refer to it as D Day, okay, <laughs> because that's when that was basically the start of the summer holidays. That that oh, day was that the day that your mom declared war on your relationship. Yes, and so for the next three months, I was stuck at home, basically grounded. Didn't see Tian. Didn't see any of my friends. And the year and a half from that day until the actual day when my dad my mom and my sister got into a taxi in canada and left me on the street alone then they left the airport and just left me here that one and a half years was the like hardest one and a half years that i've ever had it's just that was the descent into hell yeah that's the end of the story okay so okay so that's a story and to tie this into ambition your ambition is to basically do anything but your family like but that anything that takes me further away from that 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of ambition, I guess you're not one for school, are you? You hate school. Uh, among other things. Among other yeah. things. But okay, <laughs> grades to you are not important, right? No. No. Okay, but you're still here in in university. How does that tie in with your ambition? Well, I just. I'm just thinking about it right now as I'm getting paid by my dad to do this, so it's like a job, and that makes it a little bit less disgusting to me. Hmm. And I'm getting paid quite well to do it. That helps, I guess. So right now, part of your one of your projects to get away from your family would be to get a successful business running up, like uh, up and running, right? Yeah. So I guess tell me more about Apaka Paro. It's your brainchild. What what was your plans going into making this business? Apaka Apparel started as kind of like a leisurely thing because previously I had made the Apaka design and put it on shirts and he had sold a few. So I'm like, you know what? That's like the most number of sales that I've gotten in my lifetime. So let's just go from there. And then I'm like, okay. So if I'm in this fashion business, how do I like do marketing? How do I do like inventory and how do I set up like an e-commerce shit? And then it just went from there. And I guess that really sets you apart from other people as well. You because you would think about, I guess kids that don't want to go to college or like people that just fail out of college. They normally it's like stereotypical. They don't go to class, they don't do any work, and then they fail. And, yeah, what do you expect? But then, at home, they don't do anything. They just play games. They watch Netflix. They're just being lazy cunts. Meanwhile, you don't do these kind of things. I mean, you are very, you work a lot. You're a workaholic, which is like a dad. But yes, but you don't work. You you only work. You don't take breaks. You barely rest. No, yeah, I don't. And that's what's wrong with you. <laughs> I wouldn't say academics isn't a strong point because <laughs> academics was a strong point until you start giving a shit about it. <laughs> because I guess to give context to the listeners, I mean this guy was a four point student back in high school. Yeah. Like he was I mean he is still smart, he just stopped giving a shit about it. No, I stopped giving a bit shit about school. Yeah, about school exactly. But you know what? I don't think that's a big deal because as long as you have another medium for your effort to go into, which is the business it's still fine work mm. is still work you know I focus most of my energy and my time on my Gaming. work oh shit sorry on my work <laughs> fuck you <laughs> right now it's like about 60% on uh, on studies about 20% on games and 30% on alpaca <laughs> pretty much like that that would be like my ratio but now that it's a it's, some, it's a winter break for me it's going to be more like 70-30 <laughs> 70 gaming <laughs> I guess to my business partner that wouldn't be one thing that he likes hearing, but you know what? Fuck you because you work too much and you're making me feel bad about it. No, well, I okay. Actually, that comes up with um. That brings us to like the kind of next thing I want to talk about with ambition is like comparing. Hmm. So. Do 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 you feel like when you think about your ambition, mm. and you th- think about other people's ambition, does it? Do you feel like intimidated or like? Does you feel like you need to compare them or in everybody oh, compare them? No, no, not for me, because 
I feel that there's gonna be two types of people in this world. One is one's gonna be like the richer, and one's gonna be the settler. For me, I'm more of a settler. I'm I'm okay. You know, I maybe if I tried really really hard, I could, you know, be like top ten or whatever. But I mean, I I don't really want to, and I'm just I'm chill. I like it the way it is. I can still give maybe fifty percent. I can still get top fifty. It's still decent. Doesn't have to be amazing, but to me, that's still good. Meanwhile, there's the other spectrum, which is Mr. Mika Omar here. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it gives maybe ten. Is ten too high? Ten percent on school. On school, five percent. Probably five. Five, yeah, five percent. It gets like fifty-two. You know, that's that's a little bit too low for me. But you know what? If you pass, that's good. Um, yeah, on my end. I I don't know the bar for ambition for me is quite, is quite low because hmm. with my ambition I usually think of it as I have anti goals not goals, instead of thinking I want to be here, as I'm I think as long as I'm not there I'm good. Hmm. So that's, that's why true. I have so many scattered dreams because honestly anything but this small area, you're fine. Fine. Actually, that's true because like the few times to talk about what we expect from the business, I was expecting you to be like, "Oh, I'm gonna grow this into like, this huge multi-million dollar company," but then you don't say it. You you'll just be like, "I'm okay with," you know, "You're okay if it's just being decently successful." But then once it's decently successful, you just want to drop it and go to something else, right? Because I guess that would be where your ambition is, or rather your anti goals, would just to be chasing whatever dreams you have next. So actually, that's a better line of thought than what I was about to say. So fuck what I was about to say, and let's just pretend I didn't wasn't about to say what I was about to say. But speaking mm. of dropping things and going off something else, I think a hallmark of my like, like look at what I do, right? It's just moving from one thing to another. Mm-hmm. No consistency. No like keeping anything for too long. It's I guess it's because. I've like grown. I've grown up with the same thing for incredibly long, and that's just been a really horrible experience. So the only way I know how to have fun, is to, like, hold something, drop it, and hold something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my talent is in. I like to say my talent is in doing five different things at the same time. I don't like going deep. Okay. That's why Anson's the details guy in the business duo. Yeah. How about, what are your anti goals then? What are my anti goals? You go first. My anti goals? Well, I never really thought about it that way, but I guess anti goals would be to never work in the food industry <laughs> because fuck that. Uh, context. I work in Subway for a few months. Fuck that. <laughs> um, I mean, pay was good. Obviously, fucking you know, Canada and minimum wage. God bless minimum wage, by the way. <laughs> Holy shit! I guess another one of my anti goals because okay, my first anti goal is to not work in the food industry. Second anti goal would be, I don't know. I never really gave this much thought because I don't really think about it as anti goals. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll think about it and I'll talk about it later. But okay, so mine is do doing. It's it's really it's really simple, but it's kind of hard to define. So it's like, as long as I do something and it feels, it engages me and it feels um, like I'm doing it to my full potential. Then, it's. I mean, I do it. I feel like it's not really an anti goal. 
I don't have concrete anything, I guess. It's not even an anti-goal. It's like a... It's like an anti-mindset, I guess. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm not, like... If I feel like I'm getting into, like, gaming or, like, I'm, like... On Friday night, I'm, like, oh, I feel like watching a movie. That would be a mindset that I avoid. So, if I f- start feeling that, I'm, like, okay, what the fuck did I do wrong? So, it's kind of like anti-mindset, not an anti-goal, I would say. Okay. Yeah. How does this tie in with your life? Oh, fulfillment. Do you want to go first? Sure. Fulfillment ties in with ambition, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, so, fulfillment. You, you know that thing you showed me last time about the plant? The plant store? The plant store, yeah. Like, the website. Basically, this like this website, this plant store... It's is... The Sill. Just plug it. It's uh, called The Sill. T-H-E-S-I-L-L. And they sell, like, expensive plants. Mm-hmm. So, one of their slogans, it's basically just says... It's okay to just survive, right? Something like that. And fulfillment to me would be to achieve that kind of state. (laughs) (laughs) Because I would consider my life to be pretty boring. Maybe it's not boring, but I think it's pretty boring. And I think mom's back. Yeah. Oh, she's early. But yes, that would be what I consider part of fulfillment. Just to be able to survive and be happy doing whatever it is I'll be doing in 20-30 years from now that'll be a good life I'll, I'll enjoy that for me I guess fulfillment like as long as I'm I'm I know that I'm like giving it my all I can't do anything else that makes me fulfilled mm-hmm. yeah so like I, I don't know people sometimes ask me like when do you think how long do you think it'll take for you to become like successful and I always say like I think I already am because I'm like self-aware I'm getting like better at fixing out all my own issues all the time I'm like deploying all I can into stuff that matters to me yeah yeah I would say you're pretty successful not only in that but also like mentally as well you fix yourself up coming from well such a shit background you managed to crawl yourself all the way up of the pit and yeah you're here now yeah. yeah so I guess a nice way to end it is to um if if you <clears throat> are sitting on some ambition that you know you have and you're just like struggling to get started what's one piece of advice that you would give well I mean this is coming from someone that's not really that too ambitious as well so I don't think I'm that qualified to give and advice for that but just focus on what you're good at so if you're good at studying then focus on studying if you don't like studying then don't study it's okay because I don't think that earning like how much you earn is a gauge of how successful you are I would say that as long as you believe that you're doing okay then that's good enough okay I would say that um, self-awareness is really, really important. And I feel like a big reason for my, uh, let's put in quotation marks, success right now, so I don't like sound like I'm rubbing my dick on you guys, but a big reason for my success right now is because I've always been able to diagnose. I've always found stuff that's wrong with everything and... Because I've had this constant stream of, this is wrong, this is not right, this could be better, 
I have had to eventually say, okay, this is wrong, but how do I fix it? So it's the, it's it's the self awareness of knowing, uh, if you're doing something that, based on market research or something, you start a business and you're miserable. It's really important that you don't, you just drop it and do what you want, at least in the long term. For the long term, because, um, a big part of it's it's all a mental game. If you're if you're fulfilled, like starting a bakery in the mountains of Greenland, then that's what you should do. Like it doesn't matter if your parents want you to become a stockbroker, and your culture says you should be a doctor. Like self awareness, that's my thing. Your ambition should be so like uniquely you, that it it will cause a bit of friction when you when you throw yourself into it like whether it's your like culture or your friends or society whatever so like a big part of pursuing your ambition is just getting confident enough to like do it like would you agree yeah i would agree part of uh, what i'm doing with apaka apparel now is to just contact influencers and talk to them about our brand i mean i was fucking scared I've never done this before, you know, I'm just like cold calling pretty much random strangers on the internet. It's like, hey, you know, how are you doing? Check us check us out. But surprisingly, people responded and now I gained the confidence and, you know, I actually, I can actually like go out there and start DMing these influencers and be like, hey, you know what? Blah, 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 blah. But actually, I'm confident doing it. And I guess that really does play out mm. pretty well for me. Yeah, I, I guess another thing that's uh would be helpful is like a picture of like what it's like to actually be confident. I, I don't know. I like to talk about this a lot because it's like one of my strong points, but maybe it's helpful. I'm gonna pretend it's helpful, but talk about it anyway. So you live life very differently when you wake up every day and you know that you're going you're going places. You're gonna succeed. It it, it cannot be it cannot be explained adequately in words how highly I think of myself. It sounds like a big shit like... Wow, look like at a, you with your triple penis. Yeah, goodness. it sounds like a dick thing to say, but <laughs> to be able to say that and you're not just... And it's not coming from a place of insecurity. Like, I'm not just saying that because I'm afraid everyone thinks that I'm not confident. I say that because like, I genuinely mean it. And to be able to say that is the best feeling in the world. That's a yeah. That's a very good way to humble brag. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean it's about ambition. Yeah, right? yeah, There's it gonna is. Be it some is. bragging. I mean, of course, for ambition, that's totally, totally you. Yes. Yeah. Okay, and that would conclude the end of today's episode. Yeah, sure. That was a rough episode. That oh was a rough gosh. episode. <clears throat> Stay tuned and. Catch us next week. No, you can't about... end it with a happy note. It's gotta be a joke. You okay. can't just say it's a rough episode and God, just damn. kill it. Okay, it was a rough, rough episode, but but it's okay because next week we'll be talking about <laughs> happy. Really? I guess would it be happier relationships? Eh, I would say it would be more interesting. More interesting because I don't know a lot about your answer. I'm, oh, I'm looking forward okay, to it. Okay, right. So I I get to actually speak more next episode. You did speak a lot this episode, dickhead. Eh, I would say it's like a 40-60 ratio. Uh, well, ambition is highly skewed yes, towards yes, my end. That's true. Relationships is skewed towards Relationship? Mine. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I would say that. Yes. Okay. This is What's Wrong With You by Alpaca Apparel. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, cunts.